What's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to the third episode of the Just Lifting Possibilities podcast. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at the Price is Right underscore, Twitter at Can't Pay the Price. Also, I have some t shirts out. You can find that Just Lifting Possibilities on Instagram. Uh, it's only three of them. Uh, one of them is the Summer Camp tee, it's a black and white shirt. I also have a black Inner Journey shirt and then a cream Judgment Free t shirt as well. So, if you're interested in any of those, you can hit up my actual page on instagram at the price is right underscore or my business page at just lifting possibilities so just dm one of those if you are interested in it but today i have a special guest an upcoming rap artist out of jacksonville florida uh give the people your name bro where they can find you at your social medias and you know just a little bit about yourself yo this is dre gems you can find me on instagram at d-r-a-e-g-e-m-s dre gems and Find me on YouTube and SoundCloud as well. <clears throat> Up and coming artists. I've been doing it for a while, but you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm I'm starting to get more into my element. So, you know what I'm saying? That's that's what's going on. All right. Appreciate having you, bro. Appreciate having you. All right, so me being from Philly and all that, I only, I don't never think I really been to Jacksonville per se, but I've definitely been to Orlando. My parents took me to um, Disney World a couple of times growing up and all that, but how would you describe Jacksonville? How was it growing up? Um, who did you, you know, grow up around? Who was in the household? Um, do you have brothers and sisters? Uh, I'm, no, I'm the only child, so I only really had cousins to really interact with, but how was growing up in Jacksonville? Yeah, I would say um, <clears throat> growing up in Jacksonville back then is definitely different than it would be growing up in Jacksonville right now um I was I'm initially uh I, initially I was born in Fernandina and um <clears throat> my mom moved to Jacksonville when I was at a, at a young age um <clears throat> and it, it was a culture change for me only because in Fernandina as a kid it was more <clears throat> you know uh it was more mixed like it was it was a, a lot more white people than us but you know we kind of, we was kind of deep too as you know black people but um going to Jacksonville we <clears throat> first first hood I lived in as a kid was you know off of a, a neighborhood uh called Moncrief and um it's well known for for violence and stuff like that however as a kid we didn't really <clears throat> see I wouldn't I wasn't really like a street kid like that I got into a lot of fights and stuff like that but I wasn't like, you know, I wasn't trying to start trouble with nobody. I was just a kid doing kid shit. And I want to expound on one of the points you made, because it's such a great point and people really need to hear it. You from somewhere that, you know, the situations weren't, you know, always the greatest. And like how they are now, they try to glorify, you know, the street code, killing people, you know, robbing your own people and everything like that. So it's good to, it's a breath of fresh air to see somebody that's from that environment, but doesn't really, you know, glorify it or say, hey, I need to talk about this for my street cred. It's like when you are really from that situation, you don't need to glorify it. You know what really went on. You know the struggles that your family had to go through. So you're trying to get yourself out of that situation. There's nothing to glorify about it. So, yeah, I really do appreciate you bringing up that point. Okay, and then growing up, what type of music did you listen to? What type of music was in the household? Because I know growing up with me, my mom, she was listening to Christian music a lot. My dad, he was the one that listened to the old school hip-hop, got me into the jazz, the old school R&B, soul a little bit. So what type of music were you, um, you know, influenced by growing up? And then what type of music was around? Crazy enough, man, I, 
<clears throat> I'm really all over the place when it comes to music. Um, my grandma, she was a big, she was big on like 60s, 70s music, like a disco, a swing, jazz, smooth jazz, <clears throat> stuff like that. Uh, Temptations, you know, people, people like that. And then um, my mom, she was more of like a 90s, 2000s R&B type person, but she she liked the thug stuff too because she she really she really was a Lil Wayne fan, and that's where I get you know Lil Wayne as my favorite artist you know of all time. <laughs> but um, and then I had a lot of um cousins, uh, female cousins that that was uh into the R&B heavy, so 90s R&B, 2000s R&B. Um, even even eighties, some eighties uh, R and B is uh, I listen to that. You might catch me uh, riding around to some, you know, some uh, Tevin Campbell, <laughs> some stuff like that. But um, but yeah, I'm 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 mixing. Then I played the piano and the drums in church, you know, most of my life. So uh, that comes into play as well um, with uh, gospel and stuff like that. So. Okay, okay. That's what's up. That's what's up. And you knocked out one of the questions I was going to ask you. I said, did you, uh, I was going to ask, did you ever play any instruments growing up? So you definitely knocked that one out. Um, what were some of your favorite, uh, favorite artists, even uh, growing up or even now? Um, no particular order. Um, you could just give me maybe five, six of them. You mean like um, as far as like what, what, what genre you mean? Um, we could do... Uh, kind of a mix because, or just give me some examples. Like, all right, so I know you said Little Wayne, so you could say for rap, uh, Little Wayne. Well, you don't have to say the genre like of, but you could just say Little okay, Wayne. I yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. So, um, of course, number one, I'm, I'm gonna have to go with Wayne. Uh, number two, I would go with Michael Jackson. He he influenced a lot of you know a lot of my taste in music as well. Okay. Definitely. Um, number three, I'm gonna have to go with the Osley brothers, in particular Ryan Osley. That's my boy. Okay. He's sliding on anything. Okay. <laughs> He's still sliding to this day. People just don't listen to him. But um, who? That's three. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with um, uh, Ashanti. Oh, okay. I'm gonna go with Ashanti. That. Yeah, cause I um, <clears throat> I like listening to Ashanti. She uh, she definitely a mood. Uh, <clears throat> like I say, I had a lot of girl cousins, yeah. older girl cousins, so I, so I, uh, I ain't had no choice but to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so it definitely take me to a, a, a certain place in my life. Um, and then oh, number five, oh, number five, I'm gonna go with um, <laughs> I'm gonna go with David Ruffin. And I'm gonna say David Ruffin of the Temptations, um, because um, his personality really like okay. So people, people, of course, most people know the movie and they know his personality in the movie, but I'm talking about his personality and and real the real David Ruffin. You know, I I done looked up <clears throat> all types of stuff with him, so I I've I've you know been. I've done been through books and, and encyclopedias and stuff like that, talking about his life and stuff like that. So I, I dig into him for real, only because it's like his music, man, is like a different a different vibe because a lot of that stuff he was really going through. Like, um, you know, he was like, sunshine, blue skies, please go away. You know, that's that's 
the person who wrote that, a lot of people don't know, but he when he did that, he killed himself like <clears throat> right after that song. It's a, it was like a suicide note, mm. and David Ruffin took that, and you know, you can hear it in his with, voice. With yeah, you can it. hear it in his voice, mm. and he do he did that with a lot of his songs, and you know, I do that with a lot of my music as well. So, yeah, that's my top five. Hey, okay, that's a real good. That's a. Real good top five, and it's all around because you know a lot of people. If I would have asked that too, they would have been like, "Okay, I'm gonna go with Lil Baby, NBA Young Boy, The Baby, Drake." And I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> four of those, five of those people are just rap artists. Like, do you listen to any type of music?" And then, like you said, you hear that emotion, and if you're going through something, music is the perfect, you know, soothing medicine that you need. Like, it really helps out with everything. And then, plus your music, I mean, your body is built off of vibrations. So, if you, you know, constantly feeding yourself, okay, kill somebody, I'm going to rob somebody, I'm selling, I'm doing this. If you feed yourself that every day, you're just a ticking time bomb for negativity. So, that's good that you can listen to music that's outside the genre and, you know, really vibe with it. That is cool. That's really different because a lot of people really don't think like that. Definitely. But um, going to transition to my other question, uh, what made you finally, okay, I want to make music because I see that you have a love for it. You played instruments growing up and then you listen to all types of music. What made you, what was the final straw? Like, okay, I think I could do this for other people and I think people would enjoy it. Well, <clears throat> when I was young, probably like in middle school, <clears throat> just you know, um, just trying stuff. My cousin had a rap, a rap group. It was a, a gospel rap group, and I was like legit. <laughs> so uh, I got, I, I was like, man, let me see what I can do on the track. So I, I started messing around with them. We was a little group for a while, and then um, in high school. I started um I started making music with um one of my homies as well. Um well, I'm a, I'm gonna jump back even before even before the the rap group. Mm-hmm. I was with um <clears throat> you know, a lot of people know him as a uh, Tay um uh, Tay Wilson. Mm-hmm. Uh that's my boy out of uh out of Nassau. Uh he he uh inspired me to really start actually, you know, making music at a at a young age. We was just and we was writing, and we got songs from back in like <laughs> 2010, 2011, um, that I haven't heard since then. <laughs> but um, but nah, he he popping right now. Like like definitely go check him out on on uh, all types of platforms. But uh, but yeah. So uh, at a young age, I was I was writing a little bit. I never took it serious because I was into sports. Um, but uh. Once I got once I got out of high school and you know I started taking more of like the school like staying the books, taking that route you know and I and I and I got to college and stuff like that. I started messing with it a little bit more, uh, but I I still was more school oriented, more job. I was into the money, mm-hmm. uh, so I never really had time. But here and there, I I drop a track, go to the studio, whoop de whoop. <clears throat> so. Um, recently, maybe, you know, like, like six months ago, I was just like, okay, I think I got a little talent. Cause you know, everybody, everybody that listened to me, they, they hear it in me, you know, and they'll come to me and be like, yo, man, I, 
even people that be like, yo, usually I don't, I, don't, I, I keep it real with people, or you know, I didn't, I didn't listen to this person. I didn't told him he trashed. <laughs> I tell you if you trash, mm-hmm. and then they listen to me and be like, yo, I ain't gonna flex. You dope. You got your own sound. This, that, and the third. And once I found my own sound, that's when I was like, yo, I really feel like people will mess with me if they listen to me because I, I'm, I'm different. I feel like my music is a lot different. I don't feel like nobody can take my vibe. Okay, okay. Yeah, I like that. I like cuz you knocked off another question I was going to ask because I was going to say when did you find that time because I know a lot of people probably came it's a difference between, you know, you making music, you know, just for fun and all that and then making music for other people actually coming up to you and saying, "Yo, keep keep doing this, bro." Like Keep keep prospering because I know me. I'm not gonna lie. A couple of my homeboys that do make music. If I don't like it in the first 10, 20 seconds, I'm gonna be like, oh, all right, bro, that's not the one. No, that's not it. So, but it's a couple of tracks that I could definitely. You hear me all the time. I could definitely listen to some of yours and like go with it. So I would definitely say keep that up, keep that going. How was the first um, experience in the studio? Like, how did you? feel getting onto the microphone i know it's probably weird hearing your voice did you have to um tell the producer to cut some things out a lot did uh, they have to do a lot to work with you or what was it did you just jump in feeling like a fish to water like how was it going in there man honestly uh i can kind of i can kind of go back to back then in my head uh i don't remember much but i definitely remember fumbling over my words often uh, trying to read it off of my phone, or well, I think it was maybe a notepad back then, but um, whatever I was reading, I definitely was fumbling over my words, and the producer had to keep starting over and over, and I felt him getting frustrated. But uh, but yeah, nah, definitely um, was a was a new experience for me. But like I said, um, <clears throat> before the studio, um, like I said, my boy Tay. He uh he had a little studio set up like in his crib, and we would go over to his grandma house uh in Fernandina, and um and mess with it, <laughs> and and that's how I kind of like started. And then my boy Webb, shout out shout out to uh, Baller Boy M three, um he 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 did the same thing. He had his little laptop set. We was like ninth grade, tenth grade. Uh, he had his set up, and um we'd make songs, play with play with beats and stuff like that. So. Uh, I kind of already had that little that in my mentality when I got in the studio that okay, you know I gotta get in here and I gotta I gotta get the business. But it's it's definitely like one of those experiences where if you ain't if you ain't did it before, it's gonna be new. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, good point again. Good point again. So when you got in there, what made you wanna you know be persistent and keep going? Because I know a lot of people, if they kept fumbling over their words or the producer kept saying, "Hey yo, like come on, redo, redo, redo," you'd be like, "All right, yo, this ain't for me. I'm I'm not getting out of here." But I, was it because you started off like at a, such a young age and you was like, "All right, my confidence is there, so they could think what they want." Uh, this is my first time hopping in the studio doing it professionally, so yeah, it's gonna be bumps and bruises. But once I'm polished, I'll be there. What made you persevere and just want to keep going? Because I know stuff like that can be hard to go through. Um. Well. Well, like I said, when at, in the beginning, from the from the start, I didn't really take rapping serious. So when I would get in the studio and stuff as a kid, I would just get in there. I'd write seriously. Like, I'd be like, yo, I'm finna snap, you know, as a kid. And then i get in the booth and i and I go crazy. But 
it's like <laughs> I wasn't never in my mind would I be like, yo, this is what I want to be when I grow older. I never, I never thought that. I always, I always thought that it'd be sports or you know, <clears throat> um, finding a job within my degree, stuff like that. Um, yeah, I never, never thought that I would be actually taking it serious. So, um, once I, once I started taking it serious, like I say, kind of recently, um, it was just like the, the stuff that I go through really is what make me go harder. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like experiences, the stuff that I see, the stuff that I have to go through, um, good and bad, you know, it don't have to necessarily be negative. But um, anything that I that I done I didn't experience, I put it in my music, and when I listen back to myself after I'm done with a track, it's like I'd be like, "Darn, that's crazy!" And it's 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 and as wild as it sounds, it's like I would rather listen to me than a lot of people because I know what I want to listen to. Like I know the sound that I be looking for. Like I be listening to Thug, but I want. The I want the metaphors like Wayne, so I want the flow of the, but I want the metaphors like Wayne, but I want the beat like a money man type beat, you know, put all in one, and then I create that myself without intentionally doing it, you know. So I just go do my own flow. That's just you know how I how I um how I go, but yeah, definitely, yeah. Okay, definitely, definitely. And so for you, you definitely, would you feel like music is therapeutic for you? Because I know a lot of people, they say poetry or whatnot, uh, you know, they're letting their emotions actually onto the page, which is cool, which I really love it. But it doesn't really feel like most rap music now is like that. It just feels like, oh, let me talk about the trending topic, which has been the same thing, you know, smoking weed, having a plethora of girls, and, you know, just doing bad to the environment. So it's crazy. Um, do you look at music different when you're listening to it, uh, too? Do you um, Can you hear artists nowadays? Like, all right, yeah, they're not even going through this for real. Like, this doesn't speak out to me. Or do you still like the music going on nowadays? Really, it all depends. Like, it depends on that sound. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't really necessarily have to be going through it to make it sound good. Like, like you know, they, they say Future Future don't do a lot of the stuff that he, he be rapping about, but it sound good. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So... I like a, I like a, I like a lot of future. I like a lot of, a lot of, you know, Yo Gotti is another one. He said he don't, you know, do certain stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, they, they just make it sound good. But I feel like the the, I feel like the people that really that's really going through what they what they say they going through and they put it in their song, their music. It, it's more passionate. Like you could feel it more. Like. It's more, yeah. It's more. It's more real when you listen to it. Certain songs, you know what I'm saying? Like when you want to dig deep into it, and you listen to it, it depends on your vibe, what you in, and if you could definitely, especially if you can relate to it. That's why. That's why Drake. That's why Drake's so big. A lot of females can relate to the stuff that he he talk about. You know what I'm saying? So when he drop and he like he says stuff like. You know stuff that you done been through, or stuff that you and your little boo done been through. You like, man, I, you know, yeah. <laughs> I like this nigga Drake. <laughs> so you know, yeah, it's just it's it's all in your vibe and what you think as a person. Okay, 
And I get that. I can get that because I let you know that I'm not the biggest Drake fan. <laughs> but I will give it to him because, like you said, he talks about stuff that he can relate to, stuff that he actually does. And these rappers, you nailed it on the head. Like Future, they selling music to you know these uh, kids that's listening to it, and so you know um, impressionable. And he doesn't even do this stuff. So he's like, yo, sip lean all day, pop perks, do all this type of stuff. But if you're not at home doing it, you teaching it to all these people's kids that look up to you and all that. Same thing with these rappers talk about killing and all that. So it's definitely, like I said, refreshing to hear somebody that's, nah, that's not all I'm going to talk about. That's not all I'm about. Because at the end of the day, what are you, you know, teaching society right. at all? Right. Um, so what was your uh, first performance? Um, where, uh, What state was it in the city? Was it in Jacksonville or was it somewhere else? Yeah, no, definitely. It was at the Justice Pub in uh, in Jacksonville on the, uh, on the river. Uh, kind of like <clears throat> by where they had the landing. The landing at, you know, it's not the landing no more, but yeah, like downtown area. Uh, that was my first. That was my first performance as far as me actually taking it serious. I performed... Like like I say, I was in that little group, you know, when I was when I was younger. Um we performed a lot. Uh and that's that's why I say, yeah, that that could, that really got me prepared for now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 'Cause we used to yeah, we used to travel all over the place and um you know, and do our thing. So so now it's kinda like easier. And then I went to school when I was going to school in Jacksonville, I went to a school of the arts. Um and uh, my my talents was um, drama, which is acting, and uh, piano. That's what I. That's what my um, my uh, what they what they used to call it. Um, my electives. So um, <clears throat> I remember being a, a kid and having to get up on stage to do a um, a monologue, which is which is a basically like a, a little script. Uh, by yourself, you know, it's just you up there on stage, and it it was so many people out there, man. And I caught stage fright like first quarter. As soon as I got up there, I caught stage fright. All of those people was out there. My mom, all of them was out there, and um, I remember saying, "Bro, I never, I don't ever want to feel like that ever again, bro." So I kind of stepped away from the stage. I remember I was in, I, I want to say I was in, I was in fourth grade. Yeah, I was in the fourth grade when that happened. And I remember it like it was there. Um at Brentwood Elementary off <laughs> off golf here, off Brentwood. Um, you know, shout out Miss Endage if she's still there. I don't know. That was well over <laughs> well over fifteen years ago. Um but but yeah, no doubt. Okay. Yeah, yeah. People definitely need to hear stuff like that because the fourth grade is a very, you know, um, What's the word I'm trying to look for? It's a very impressionable year as well. So that could be traumatizing being in front of all those people and then you just frighten up like that. And stay, I know stage fright is real. You're just frozen. But it's cool at the same time because if you went through it at that young age, now for you it's like, all right, fourth grade, that was nothing. Now look at me. I accomplished, That was when I was a kid. Now I could just, you know, I'm throwing that out the window. That's nothing. So it's definitely good that you say that because a lot of people might hear this podcast and be like, okay, yeah, I've been through stage fright before, but now, you know, seeing somebody else going through the same journey, it makes it much easier for me. So we definitely appreciate those nuggets of wisdom. Okay. And then what advice would you give another upcoming artist or what advice would you give to your past self? Uh, 
I would say hang in there. Like, you know, keep going. Keep keep following your dreams. You know what I'm saying? And and know that the sky is the limit because the moment you give up could have been the same moment that you <clears throat> could have took off. You know what I'm saying? You never know. Every star, every star in this world that, that people idolize <clears throat> then you know, came from the bottom uh, in, in some way or some fashion. It's like, you know what I'm saying? And I guarantee if they would have quit the day before, whatever they, they, they took off, we would never know who they are unless they did it again. <laughs> so. All right, man. Persistence is key. As you see throughout the whole video, that's kind of what the theme was. So, man, I really do appreciate having you again on here. So, if you want to, again, just uh, your name, plug them in where they can find you on SoundCloud, Instagram, whatever, and then um, whatever else you want to say. Yeah, for sure, no doubt, man. I'm I'm Dre Gems. You can uh, you can find me on Instagram at uh, Dre Gems D R A E G E M S. You can find me on YouTube and and as well as SoundCloud at uh, <clears throat> the same J Gems D R A E G E M S. Uh, I don't have I don't have like a lot posted. You know, I got a lot. Of, I got like seven to eight tracks on YouTube. I got <laughs> I got like eleven to twelve on SoundCloud. I haven't checked in a while because I've been uh, working on some new music, but it's it's definitely coming. Uh, the videos we got videos that we got. You know, some photo shoots that I'm going to put out. You know, it's a, it's a lot of stuff I got cooking on. So, definitely, I, I definitely appreciate the, the people that, that went and listened to me when I first <clears throat> dropped, you know, some music, put music out. Uh, all I can say is, you know, one listen and you'll see what, you'll see where I'm coming from. Like, you know, so I'm, I'm definitely, I definitely feel like I'm, I'm different than most, you know, some people might, you know like it some people might not if you don't like it you know by the end of the day i'm gonna have something you like because i'm so different every track i never really sound alike on it on a track you know so listen to more than one track to see if i got your vibe up in there <laughs> all right all right you heard it from the man himself thanks everybody for tuning in everybody have a blessed night come see episode f- what four it should be out soon All right, you guys have a good one. Until next time, peace.